Hello, Diamonds. Welcome to Episode 9, Nation of Diamonds, with me, Sabrina Victoria, as your host. I had five comments in my DM box on Instagram last night after my podcast on motivation. All five of them were people that were filtering through my Instagram pictures and commenting on how fit I am for a 35-year-old mother and stating that they wish they had the same willpower that I did. So I thought today would be a great day to let you in on some of my thoughts regarding how I stay motivated to eat right. So let's get to this. Stay with me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, hello, hello. How are my diamonds doing today? It is Monday. It is almost 10 o'clock at night again. I am getting to this so late, but I will have this up by midnight. I promise I am still on track. So today, as promised, I am going to be talking about a few little things that I do to stay slightly healthier Um, than my previous self when I was a lot younger. I grew up on the same thing, the American diet. I grew up on hot dogs, hamburgers, Cheetos, Oreos, um, oatmeal, cookies with the cream in the center, Little Debbie's, right? Donuts, Taco Bell, White Castle. Um, There was no health, no fitness in my home that was pushed upon me as an individual growing up. I found my own way, uh, slowly started probably when I was in high school and just within the, you know, over time, uh, kept reading, kept educating myself and, um, I am where I am today because of, uh, me pushing myself basically. So the one thing that I want to talk about as far as those of you who are looking to get healthy, those of you that, um, you know, are looking to to change that your eating style or anything in 2018 is you need to remember that it's not all your fault. Okay. So I did a little bit of research um, in the portion sizes because that's where I actually have saved a lot of calories is portion size. So I eat a lot throughout the day, but I don't necessarily eat a lot when I eat. So I actually looked up portion sizes since the 1950s, which now is a long time ago. um, The portion sizes are now four times larger than they were in the 1950s. And the sugary drinks like your Cokes and your Pepsis went from seven ounces, right? A normal glass was seven ounces to now an average of 42 ounces. That is absolutely insane, just right there. So on top of the fact that your portion sizes are now four times larger, your parents, right, taught you 
You guys go out to eat as a family. They pay for your meal. They want you to eat everything on your plate, right? They're paying for it. They want to see all of it gone. So not only are you being fed four times more than you're supposed to be, but then you're also being forced to eat it because your parents are putting their hard-earned money into that food, so they want to see it gone. So those are habits that you're now you know, having with you as an adult, feeling an obligation to finish all the food on your plate. Well, you're not supposed to be eating that much food. So one of the things that I have gotten in the habit of doing is number one, always, always sharing my meal with somebody, whether it's my son, whether it's a date, whether it's a friend, I always share. And one of the things that I have gotten in the habit of doing is to share a meal with a salad. A lot of times the salads are huge. So if you share, right, somebody orders the salad, somebody orders the meal, then you each get a a half a salad and you each get a half of a meal and it's a perfect size. You're spending the same amount of money, but you're not so freaking heavy and you still got all your greens. So that's one of the first things that I do that's super, super simple for anyone to implement. And it takes away the fact that... um, we're now getting served larger meals. Now, the other thing that I do, now if I don't have someone to share a meal with or if I'm by myself, a lot of times I go out to eat by myself, is I always take something home. So, um, you know, no matter what it is that I'm that I'm ordering, I always make it a, uh, a habit to wrap up half. Now, I don't always wrap up half for the next day. Sometimes I wrap up half for an hour later. I give my body the ability to be able to digest the food that I ate without it being bogged down and giving my insides anxiety and eat the, uh, like for instance, Jimmy John's, right? I always order the wheat one, the wheat bread, not the whole sub. I order the wheat bread so it's on a square and I only eat half. I wrap up the other half and in an hour, literally an hour, I time it because the sandwiches are so good. An hour later, I will open it back up and I will eat the other half. You don't get bloated. Your body isn't freaking out. Your body temperature doesn't go up. All good things so your body can slowly digest and it's not being squished down with just so much stuff. And in that case, a lot of red meat, or not even necessarily, I eat turkey, but a lot of meat. It's too much for your body to consume. And like like I stated earlier, The meals are four times larger. We're not supposed to be eating a sandwich that big. So you need to cut it in half, eat a little bit later, and then that even makes you happy because food makes people happy. So how happy would you be to know that in an hour you're able to eat again? That's super exciting for anybody, especially me. I don't know about you guys. So um, the other thing that I would like to mention is the fact that our jobs are very, very different than they were back in the day, right? I think we can all agree that most people were living on some sort of a farm, some sort of a a work environment where everybody was up early, everybody was working hard, um, whether you're in the fields, whether you're milking goats, depending on what your family's industry was, the entire family from when you were very, very young had you up and working before school, during school, no school, whatever, after school. Um, And then as you got older, obviously working in the fields or doing some sort of manual labor. Now 
if you look around, majority of Americans are sitting. We're sitting in office jobs, in cubicles, on our butts, getting fatter. You're not burning the calories. You're eating four times more, right? Four times more than we were in the 1950s. Plus, they have you sitting all day. So if you think about, right, if you think about your day, a normal, not everybody's day. So I'm not trying to put you guys in a box. Most people's days, you wake up in the morning, take a shower, get ready. You get in a vehicle, right? Your car, Uber, bus, train, and you sit. The American, uh, the average American, um, uh, what is that? The uh, commute is 40 minutes. So you're sitting for 40 minutes. You get to work and then what do you do? You sit in a cubicle for eight hours. Even if you have a lunch, you go to lunch and then you sit for a half hour or an hour. Then after work, you get back in your vehicle and you commute again another 40 minutes. Then when you get home, what do you do? Right? If you're honest with yourself, you look at the statistics, most Americans cook some sort of a dinner. They are so tired from what? I have no idea because they literally just sat for 10 hours, which is just insane to me. So then they have to relax. So then they sit again in front of the TV, zoned out in front of too much food. And they sit again for another two hours, three hours, four hours. Where's the exercise? Where are you burning your calories? Where are you burning your energy from? And then there's so many people that are talking about how they've got insomnia and they can't sleep and they're depressed. Well, this is why. You need to move. You need Your body needs some sort of movement during the day. So I don't know if how many of you grew up in a household with, um, with uh, siblings. But me myself, I'm the oldest out of um, I'm the oldest out of three. So it's me. I'm 35. My sister is 32, and my brother is 25. And we, uh, as we were growing up, right? My dad converted this huge two-car garage into a beautiful playroom. My mom used to run a daycare. She had a ton of kids, like 10, 15 kids. I don't even know. A humongous playroom with a big couch and an entertainment area. And he had these big, huge closets filled with every toy you could possibly think of. And I remember there would be these times where my, uh, it'd be the end of the day, towards the end of the day, and the place would be a mess because we'd have every single toy, all those kids, every single toy out of the closet, just toys everywhere. And at the end of the day, my dad or my mom or whatever, my dad would come home from work and he'd be like, clean up this mess. This place is a mess. So we'd be sitting there, oh my God, all angry. We're all angry because we had to clean up the mess. Finally get everything clean in all the buckets, in all the containers, put it away. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I'd see a little Lego. A little tiny Lego, like a little one. Like one of the little two pieces where it's just like a little tiny rectangle. And it'd be sitting in the corner. Not in anybody's way. And I would see it. And I would think to myself, eh. All the work to go pick it up, take out that huge container again, open it up, put it in and put it away, too much work, hopefully mom and dad won't notice. And then lo and behold, within 10 minutes, my mom or my dad's like, hey, you missed one, over there. 
You missed one. Go pick that up. So like, ugh, fine. Rolling our eyes, all angry, having to pick up the one little piece. And I'd pick it up and I'd put it, go to the closet, have to take out the container, put the piece in, put it away, all angry. So much anger because of a little tiny bit of work. And this is exactly what's happening. See, so many of you are acting like little tiny children. Little children not wanting to go the extra step to make it perfect. Right? So how much easier is it just to grab a little bag of Cheetos or a little bag of Doritos out of the pantry than it is to go in the refrigerator, take out an apple, wash the apple, and eat the apple? Too many steps for you guys. It's too difficult. So things have to happen. You have to compromise either, which is what I do, don't buy that junk, right? I don't buy Oreos. There's no junk food in my house. None. No Oreos, no Cheetos, no chips, nothing. Or, right, or if you do have that stuff in your household, for whatever reason it is, I will never understand, you need to make a commitment to grab the fruit out of the refrigerator and wash it. Now, if you can't make that commitment, but you're committed to getting healthier, you need to make it easier for yourself because you need to come to realization Humans are naturally lazy. Now, if you're not going to help yourself, if you're not going to accept the fact that humans are lazy and make it easier for yourself, then you're going to fail. So you need to right away say, okay, I'm lazy. Humans are naturally lazy. What can I do to make it easier for myself in these points where I need a snack and I'm scrounging around the pantry trying to find a snack, how can I make it so that I don't fail? Step number one, which is what I do, don't have that crap in your house. The likelihood of you getting in your car, driving to the store for a bag of Oreos and coming back home to watch in front of the Netflix is very small. You'll go with something else. And if you do do that, which is okay, you're not gonna do it every single time you crave it. But it's a lot easier right? Just to grab it if it's already in your pantry. Step number two, wash the fruit right after you buy it. Go to the grocery store, come home, wash the fruit. One of the things that we do as a family is we go grocery shopping, come home, and we cut everything. All the cantaloupes, all the watermelon, all the apples are washed, all of the... um. Um, like fruits, vegetable, everything is washed, ready to go and put in bowls. Grapes are, are out. They're out in the refrigerator, cut and ready to be eaten. And I do that because I know that it's a natural inclination to be lazy. So I'm trying to make it as easy as I can for myself Instead of going into the pantry and saying, oh, let me just grab, you know, some Triscuits. Triscuits is one of the things I have in my house. Uh, raisins are another thing. It's still healthy, but Triscuits, again, aren't as healthy for you as eating watermelon or eating cantaloupe or um, eating um, a salad or whatever it is. So I know this. So I already have it lazy um, for, for me when I'm lazy. I open up my fridge, I have a bowl, I just scoop out watermelon, cantaloupe, 
and grab some grapes, I'm good to go. Super freaking simple. I make it so easy for myself and my son to be successful. You have to prepare. You have to prepare. If you're not prepared, right, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. And that goes all the way back from when you were little. That's from when you were little. That was instilled from when you were little. You're lazy. You don't want to go the extra little step. It's so easy. It's so much easier just to go in the pantry and grab some Doritos than it is to go in the fridge, take out an apple, wash the apple. You have to get wet, right? That, I mean, that even makes me, gives me anxiety. You have to get wet. Then you have to use a paper towel or, you know, you don't use, then you need to use a regular towel, but then is the towel dirty? Like, did you wash the, it's just too much. There's too much for you to think about. Way easier to go grab a bag of chips. So you need to either make a decision to not buy that stuff or already have it so that you can be lazy. That's it. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Literally, it's as simple as that. Um, the other thing is making it easy to work out. So a lot of us, I know, work out in the morning. You have every intention to work out in the morning. Okay. You tell yourself today, tomorrow's the day, a hundred percent. Tomorrow's the day. I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to go work out. And then your alarm goes off in the morning. And then what happens? Same thing as it did when you were a kid for a lot of you. Me, I was always a morning person, so I'm not included in this, but for a lot of you, you have a hard time waking up in the morning. So what, so, so what do you do? You sleep in, you press the snooze button, you sleep in, right? Your mom was the one that always had to come into your room, pull off the covers, force you to get out of bed. You're all mad at her, giving her attitude, right? You already know you're going to be lazy in the morning. So make it easy for yourself. You're lazy. You need to realize that this is, this is how you are. This is so make it easy for yourself. Have your clothes ready. Have your shoes ready. Have your whatever you're taking on your what your water bottle ready to go. Your yoga mat already have it out. I don't even put my yoga mat away because this is what happens. This is what happens. I I put my yoga mat away because I'm trying to be all clean, right? Then. The next day, I'm like, I got to do some, it's too much, too hard to take my yoga mat back out, spread it out. It's not even that big of a deal, but I already know. So for me, if I already have my yoga mat spread out, I just keep it there. It's so much easier for me to walk out and just do downward dog. Boom. Boom. I'm already working out. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to think. I didn't have to pull anything out. I didn't have to unwrap anything. I didn't have to worry about my thing that's sitting next to my yoga mat falling over when I move my yoga mat. It's already out ready to go because I already realize I am already programmed to realize I am lazy and it's okay. It's okay. It's not a bad thing, but you have to come to the... um. You have to come to the, I guess, realization that it is the way it is and then make it easier for yourself. Once you start making it easier for yourself, then, oh, it's already ready. The other thing you guys got to stop doing is thinking so much. When you set a time to wake up in the morning, you turn off your alarm, get up. Turn off your alarm, get up. 
Like, this is what you have to do. Instead of saying, I'm going to wake up in the morning and get up. I mean, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to um, work out, make a commitment to wake up in the morning and just get up. That's my commitment. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get up. I don't make a commitment to work out because then in my head, I'm like, eh, ugh, ugh. Nope, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Thank you, Cece. You're right. So this is what this is what this is what you have to do. Your alarm goes off. Get up. Step one. Oh, dude. Goal accomplished. What did we talk about yesterday? Yesterday we talked about micro wins. Micro, little itty bite-sized wins. Stop going for the big stuff. Stop saying I'm going to wake up and I'm going to run five miles. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do push-ups. That's too freaking complicated. Oh my gosh, that's so heavy. Oh, you're you're warm in your bed, running five. Oh my God. No. Wake up in the morning. You're going to get up. Goal number one accomplished. Yes, 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 yes. Goal number one accomplished. Good job. Now your second goal after you get up, Go to the freaking bathroom, brush your teeth, get dressed. Goal number two, because your clothes are already set. You have your gym shoes, you have your, your pants, you have your underwear, your socks, your shirt, your water bottle, your keys if you're leaving, your purse if you're a girl. Everything is set, ready to go. You go to your little area, you get dressed. Boom. Second goal, finished. Now you got to get in your car. Third goal, finish. Now go to the place. Fourth goal. See, you've already got stuff. You've already got, you're already winning. You're already winning. Instead of having to be like, oh, I got to do all this stuff before I go. Every little thing is a goal. Every little thing. When I, when I write my goals down, my first thing on my, not my goals. When I write my, my, um, things to do, right? The very, I don't have it with me and I wish I did. But when I write down like what I'm going to do for the day. Number one, get up. That's what it says. It literally says, get up. 6 a.m., get up. Goal number one, boom. I get to cross that off my list. You know how exciting that is? You want to know what my second thing is? Shower. Shower. I put that on my list because it feels good. Well, that usually isn't the first thing because I take a shower after I work out. But you know what I mean. It feels good to mark it off your list. Then look at this, what happens, okay? So get up, right? Get dressed. Uh, go, go, make a smoothie. That's always on there. Uh, go work out. I don't really go to the gym anymore, but work out. Um, come home. Getty, all that. So by the time it, um, by the time I go to work, I've already got like six things marked off my list. I'm like a fucking champion, literally a champion. How good do you think it, it looks when you've got all this stuff written down for you for you to um to do for the day, and then it's ten o'clock in the morning. You already got six things marked off. Dang, I'm a freaking winner. I'm a winner. That's exciting. That's exciting for you. And that makes it so much easier to continue the goals, to continue to accomplish all your stuff. So then you go to work and you do all your dumb stuff that you have to do throughout the day unless you own your own business and you're super excited about it. Like Cece here who's joining me. 
I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now, so that's why I'm not paying a lot of attention, Cece, because I'm actually recording, which I will cut that part out, but anyways. So when you, when you have your stuff written down, and then all of your dreams and desires are at the bottom, right? Because you had to do all your stuff, then you have to go to work, right? Nine to five, you have to go to work. Then you maybe have kids, right? You got to go to the soccer game. Then at the soccer game, walk, right? Today, I walk the field. I had my kid's soccer game or his soccer practice. What I do? I walk the field. That was on my things to do. Walk the field. 10,000 steps. Boom. So did a little workout in the morning. Did my 10,000, got my 10,000 steps tonight. I'm going to do a little yoga before I go to bed. Then what was at the bottom? Record my podcast. Then what's after that? Record my YouTube video. So by the time I get down here, I got so much stuff crossed out. It's amazing. It's a, and you feel like a rock star. So then when you have huge, um, huge, um, you know, notebooks like this, right? Huge notebooks like this filled and filled and filled with all of this stuff, right? Look at all this stuff. Look at all these mark offs. Look at all this stuff. Mark it off. You feel amazing. Look at all this stuff I've got done. This is amazing. It feels good when you write it down and you mark it off. You feel like you've accomplished so much and that is where the wins come in. And the more you're winning, the more confidence you have. And the more confidence you have, the more you're going to be pulling for yourself. You got to pull for yourself because no one is pulling for you. Who's pulling for you? Nobody. Nobody's pulling for you. You have to pull for yourself. And the way to feel accomplished is to do little tiny things every single day. Mark them off your list and get freaking excited about yourself and excited about your future. So the last thing that I want to talk about is the candy and cookie aisle in the grocery store. And this drives me insane. So I apologize before I say anything here for my candid position on this. But this is reality. The candy and cookie aisle is poison. It, it just is. So you can have whatever, like I have to have my Reese's or I have to have my Oreos or whatever. You do whatever you have to do. It is a poison. If you do research, I dare you, go into your candy aisle or your cookie aisle or your, your Cheeto aisle or whatever. Turn over your bag and look at the ingredients with your phone. And I dare you to look at the first, how, how many of you realize, how many of you realize that the first few ingredients are the ones that have the most, right? So if like sugar is the first thing, that means it's predominantly sugar. Does everyone agree with that? Okay. So now that we're in agreement, because I'm assuming you agreed with me, look up the first four to five ingredients in any of your favorite cookies or candy. Look it up on your phone, on your cell phone, internet, Google. Put the ingredient and then put the word side effects. 
So high fructose corn syrup, side effects. You will be blown away at what the FDA is allowing us to eat. You are taking your hard-earned money that you slave away for another corporation, because a lot of y'alls aren't working for yourself. A lot of y'alls are working for other people. You're working your ass off making somebody else rich. You're taking that measly paycheck at the end of the week that they give you, that you're supposed to pay your bills, pay your house, pay for your kids' clothing, and eat, and food, and hair, and, and utilities, and gas, and car, all this stuff to live. And then instead of taking that other little bit, putting it away in a stock, or putting it away in a savings account for, for what an investment, instead, you're going to take that little bit of money, and you're going to put it into a poison literally a poison, take it home and then feed it to your children. Feed it to your family. That's a good idea. That's what you think is a good idea. That's what you're doing. And you're not only are you becoming more broke if you think about all the money you've spent on all the candy and all the chips and all the cookies for you and your family, think about that for a second. That you could have been investing into anything, stocks, real estate, antiques, whatever the hell. Not only did you not save it and invest it and make money, but instead you bought poison with it, fed it to yourself and your children, and then you're wondering why everyone's sick. Then... Your whole family gets sick right over the holidays. Everyone's always confused. Why is everyone so sick over the holidays? What the hell? Are you serious right now? You just fed your whole family poison. All week, your kids ate candy, cookies, cake, ice cream, stuffed themselves full of poison, and then they end up with a sore throat, and you're like, what's going on? What's up? Are, are you serious right now? Are you, are you competent? Seriously? This just baffles me so much. And I apologize. So then you took your money. Instead of, instead of doing something good with it, you poisoned your family. Then everyone's sick. Then you got to take them to the doctor. Everyone's complaining about health insurance. Yeah, health insurance is through the roof because everybody's freaking sick. Why is everyone sick? It's a circle. It's a humongous circle and everybody is falling for it. Everybody is falling for it. Why? Because you're not educated. Why aren't you educated? Oh, because those same people who are taking our money are also feeding you Netflix, also feeding you TV ca cable, also feed whatever the hell. So you're zoned out in front of the TV. You don't take a second to read a freaking book every once in a while to educate yourself. And it's, and it's just re repeats. And then while you're watching the TV, what do you see on the TV? Chili's baby back ribs, right? Let's go to Arby's. Kentucky Fried Chicken, Popeyes, being blasted into our freaking eyeballs constantly. Making you hungry. 
Then you go, you go buy a meal. This starts back at the very beginning of my podcast. You go buy a meal that's four times larger than it's supposed to be. Just a circle. It's just a circle. That's all it is. I'm sorry to say. So this, if you want to start taking back control of your life, take control of your life. You are the only one that has control. Nobody gives a flying shit about you. Nobody. Only you. You are in charge of taking care of you. And if you have children, your family, you. You need to educate yourself. You need to read. And then implement everything that you're reading into yourself and your family. That's your duty, your responsibility. So to sum it up, which is before my rant, which I apologized before I actually did it, is stop going down the candy chip and cookie aisle. Stop. I don't go down those aisles. You will not ever see me down a cookie or a candy aisle ever. Never. It's literally poison. You are purchasing with your hard-earned money poison and then feeding it to your loved ones. It's not a joke. It's not a luxury. It's not a it's not a celebration. What are you celebrating? Oh my god. I can't even tell you how angry I was. I kept my child away from all candy and cookies until he was eight eight years old. What is that? Is that second grade? Whatever eight years old is. And then his stupid teacher, when he was eight years old, gave him nerds. Nerds. Literally little nuggets of sugar. Thought that was a good idea. He like got an A on his test or something because he's brilliant. Gave him nerds to sell. I almost had a heart attack. Me as his mother goes to great lengths to try to keep this shit out of his body for as long as possible. And then some stranger that I don't even know just feeds him poison, doesn't even ask me. What the hell is wrong with these people? It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. There should literally be a permission slip. There's a permission slip for my child to watch a rated R movie with what he's going to see in his eyeballs, but then it's okay for them to put poison into his body? What the? What the hell? Absolute insanity. I almost had a heart attack. I'm not even kidding. And then it's just been downhill from there, right? They're having Halloween parties, birthday parties. Everyone's bringing cupcakes, right? Just jumping poison. And everyone's so confused. The teachers are like, the teachers are like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All these kids have ADHD. ADHD. None of them can sit still. Yeah. Yeah. Because their parents are putting candy in. And because you're feeding them Skittles in class. Absolute ridiculousness. So to sum up, right, because I'm done ranting, to sum up, it's been 34 minutes. It's my longest podcast ever. Thank you so much for staying with me. I appreciate it. If you guys want to re-listen to this, it will be on my SoundCloud, Sabrina Victoria. But to sum this up, number one, 
Our meals are four times larger than they're supposed to be. You're eating too much food. So break it in half, right? Share with your spouse, partner, friend, whatever. Uh, number two, you're freaking lazy. Everybody's lazy. I'm not saying that to be mean. You're lazy. I'm lazy. We're all lazy. You got to make it easier for yourself. Prepare your food. Cut it up beforehand. Have your gym clothes laid out the night before. Number three, when your snooze button goes off, if you're working out in the morning, make little tiny goals. The goal isn't to wake up and work out. The goal is to get the F up. Get up. That's the goal. Number one. Number two, brush your teeth. Number three, take a shit. Number four, get your clothes on. Boom. You just did four things. You marked four things off your list. You're brilliant. You're a rock star. If you can honestly just mark, just mark, boom, 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 boom. You know how exciting that is? Make it little wins. Win in your world. Learn to win. You got to make it easy for yourself to win. And the more that you're winning in your life, the more exciting it will be to get your stuff done. Little micro wins. And then what happens is at the end of the day, look at all the stuff you did. A huge win, a huge win. And you got to have stuff in there for yourself. Make sure you're working out. Make sure you're staying healthy. Make sure you're doing something for yourself, right? See, right now I'm recording. I'm recording a podcast right now that I'm going to put up. This is a huge win for me. I'm talking to you here on Instagram. I'm recording for my SoundCloud. And then after this, I'm recording a YouTube video. Huge wins for me today. Super, super exciting. For me and for you. For you too. What are your wins for the day? A win is not sitting down zoning out in front of Netflix. That is not a win. Turn it off. Open up a freaking book for goodness sakes and read something. Learn to invest. Work on your finances. Learn to save. How to make more money. Where to do freelance work. There's so many ways to pull in money, cash. Work on your health and fitness. Work on your, your, uh, your mental capacity. Live up to your potential as a human being. What is your potential? How high? I'm all about how high, how high can I go? Is there a limit? There shouldn't be a limit. Keep going. Next on the list and last on the list, I think I might have missed one. I really don't know, and I apologize if I did. But don't go to the, down the candy, chip, and cookie aisle. Take it out. Take it out. If for some reason you're just going to like have a heart attack, if you don't have like Milano's cookies or something crazy, then this is what you do. You go down the cookie aisle, you grab the Milano's, you put it in your cart, and you keep walking. That's it. Don't get any more favorites, right? My son actually just told me he was eating some sort of hot spicy chip or something that we got free. He like loved it. He's like, hey, mom, you want to try this? I said, no. You want to know what my reason for not trying it was? Because I don't, want it, I don't want to fall in love or start liking something that I know I don't want to eat. Don't try new things that you know are poison. New candies that come out that are like tempting you in the aisle of the, at the grocery store when you're checking out. Don't try anything new. 
Because if you wind up liking it and it works with your taste buds, the temptation of wanting to eat it again is going to be greater. I don't want to know if I like hot and spicy chips because what if I do? That's just another thing that I'm going to have to um, use my mega willpower to fight off when I see it sitting in the aisle. I don't want to know if it tastes good. Don't get any more favorites. Same reason why I don't check out new shows on Netflix. I watch one show on Netflix. Actually two. One with my son and one on my own. That's it. Everyone's like, try this one. Try this one. No. No. I don't want to know any more shows. Because this is what happens. You want to know more shows and then more of your time is wasted. You find out you like a new cookie, then what? The probability of you seeing that cookie along with other cookies is even higher. I don't want to add any more negativity to my life. More positive things. Positive things. So that is it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this, honestly. This was a 40-minute podcast. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. I totally appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for joining me here at Nation of Diamonds. I was your host, Sabrina Victoria. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out all of my other social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Please feel free to reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Do something awesome today. Much love. Mwah. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit SabrinaVictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.